find you my missing puzzle piece I'm complete I was just special rankings podcast and I kind of messed up the original intro to this which is why I'm re-recording it um but today I had brought in um Nadia Creek and you can find her at Nadia Creek on Tumblr um and we sat down and we talked about our um ranking list that we did uh so yeah so I did my ranking um, over last year. Actually, it took me, I did one every day for like four months and it was tedious. Um, but and you did yours over the summer? I think so. I think I started in like April and finished at the end of summer. Um, and I was watching them in alphabetical order instead mm-hmm. of in chronological order. So that sort of mixed it up and made it a little more interesting. Okay. Well, why don't we talk about that for a second? Because I didn't actually rewatch much of mine. I kind of read recaps and I kind of skimmed through episodes to kind of just get through it quickly. But why don't you talk about a little bit about um, what it was like to watch them completely out of order? Sure. Well, it was really interesting because a lot of when I think about Glee and which seasons I like and didn't like and different story arcs that happen, I'm seeing them as a, as a, a kind of chronological story that's going through. And I'm like, oh, well, you know, season one is like really boring because you know they don't focus on my favorite characters and then season three and four got really muddled and I feel like when I'm watching it chronologically I get caught up in the broader arcs of what's happening and that colors my view of each individual episode so when Mm -hmm. I was watching it out of order I could focus on just this one episode and it didn't matter if it happened to be in the middle of a really boring arc if it was a great episode, then I could just appreciate it as a great episode and not like, when are they going to graduate, you know, or something like that. (laughs) Exactly. Um, So I felt like it gave me a a different perspective than I'd had before on the qualities of individual episodes. Well, and that's a really cool way of of looking at it. And I think kind of um, TBD is doing the rewatch and I'm doing weekly 
week. And I think just isolating one episode at a time and just watching it and having some space between everything else that's going on, that's going to help too. I mean, I know that I, I when I got done with um, season one, I ranked things a little differently um, than I originally did because I think just being able to watch the episode on its own and judge it on its mm-hmm. own as you said, you take it out of like, oh, this is a really boring stretch of episodes or, oh, when are they going to show my favorite character? And you can look at it just based on its own merits. And I, I think that's an interesting way of like, because we're always so caught up in how much clean is in this episode that sometimes it's interesting to try yeah. and take a step back and, and look at it from a different perspective. It's funny that watching one a week seems like taking a big, long time now that we're in the era of binge watching. But that's like, that's how TV used to be. <laughs> you only well, got one a week. It's it's interesting too because I think there's some merit to it. I think some of these episodes work better standing on their own um, and not binge watch. But if you look at just to like side tangent for a second, if you look at Stranger Things that I just finished binge watching, no spoilers, I promise. Um, yeah, I haven't watched any of it yet, and I really want to. Oh, it's so good. Um, <laughs> but it's it works better as a whole. I mean, it, it's kind of weird when you break that up. It feels like one big long movie. Yeah, um, whereas, I think that now now that the creators of shows know that people like to binge watch, that they make it work better for that. Mm-hmm. And there's less. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know what so, I mean. You just oh, said, I know it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk a little bit about, because um, you had a, a much different method um, than I right. did and how you ranked everything. So why don't we talk about methodologies and I'll sure. let's go ahead and talk about that. No, you do yours first because I think yours is more what people normally do when they, <laughs> when they, they think okay. about their favorite episodes and I did something weird. Uh, well, I don't think it's weird. I just think it's different. Um, my mythology, mythology, my methodology was basically what I like better. I mean, what would I want to spend you know, on a desert island with for the rest of my life. But I mean, you know, I do take an into acknowledgement that I do think there are certain episodes that are better than other episodes. Um, and we'll get into kind of the minutia of that in a minute. But um, I remember I would do them at work. I would just like sit down and I would like break the, you know, series in half and like good episodes over here, bad episodes over there, and then just break them down into tens and, and, um, eventually I got a top 10 and a bottom, you know, and everything else kind of ended up in the middle and I kind of just pit them against each other and, <laughs> you know, sorted them out. And, um, my groupings really are by tens though. And, and pretty much anything in a group of 10 can be kind of mixed around, but okay. yeah. And, and on top of that, there is the bias of, I do like, you know, Kurt and Blaine and their arcs are going to be weighted higher for me because that's what I enjoy more. So. Right. Well, I think that's true for everyone. What you like more, the characters you like when they're featured more, you're going to like the story more. And I didn't Mm -hmm. try to get rid of that in my rankings or anything, but Mm -hmm. I knew that, um, that loving Kurt and Blaine so much was coloring my view of the episodes. So if they had a lot of time in an episode, I would sort of forget about everything else that happened in that episode, whether it was good or bad, or mm. if they had like one really memorable moment, even if they were on, weren't on screen very much, I would think, Oh, that's a great episode because it's the one where they first met each other, you know, um, yep, exactly. Whatever. And even if it's a small amount of time uh, in a broader episode, that's a, about something completely different, that's what I remember. And I wanted to get away from that and really mm-hmm. look at the episodes as a whole. So to do that, I rewatched each one. And mm-hmm. as I did, I gave it a number of points out of a scale of 
15 points. So I came up with these categories. Um, the first one, I divided the the plot of the episode into three sections, which sometimes worked really easily and sometimes was hard. There were a lot that had more than three and I had to sort of combine mm-hmm. things and think about how it would go. There are a couple that had fewer than three plot lines. Um, so I divided A plot, B plot, C plot. And then uh, I had a category for the music of the episode and a category for what I called fit, which encompassed a couple of different things. Um, whether the songs fit the the stories, um, whether the theme was apparent and made sense, um, and kind of just a, a how much did I really like this? Did did it hit me in 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 the right place, or did I leave feeling that it was just weird and and didn't really fit together? or something. So mm-hmm. I called all that fit and it gave me a little wiggle room. So mm-hmm. each of those five categories could have between zero and three points in it. So that would add an episode up to a total of between zero and 15 points. Mm-hmm. And so then, of course, there are more than 15 episodes of Glee. So many, yeah. uh, <laughs> many had the same uh, total points uh, number. So for each category, I just did a more holistic like which do I feel is better which do I like more within that category now how did you decide when the when you got to those episodes that were all the same number how did you just decide between those because I know for a while you had like 20 in your top 10 or something like that (laughs) well no that's the joke that I always say is that I want 50 episodes in my top 10 Mm -hmm. you know that I love them so much but I feel like giving them the points really broke it down because there are episodes that I love that have one subplot that's terrible or have like only two songs in the episode it's like what is going on here you know um it's not it's not as good as an episode that has all of those qualities. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, yeah, so I had a lot that, um, you know, like a whole bunch that had 12 points, a whole bunch that had 13 points. Uh, and I just sort of did a gut feeling. I went back and reread my recaps. I did a little bit of rewatching when I wasn't sure. And I just put them in the order that seemed right to me. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's really interesting. Now. It's um, something that, Oh, shoot. I just had a thought. Sorry. Um, something that was... Di- oh, okay. I remember what it was. One of the things that I think is interesting in the way you kind of weighted how an episode, good an episode was versus the way I did is that you music means a lot more to you or, or you weighted a, a music a lot higher. Where I think with me, I um, I was solely mostly on story and music is kind of a, oh, if, you know, it was good music. I You know, it's an added bonus. Um, but I, I didn't look to music as its own kind of category. I I mean, it just, it was never as strong. So I just think it's interesting that people can come at these, uh, things with different perspectives on what they still find more important when ranking, um, a particular TV show or something. Yeah. I, I feel like the music is really important. Well, first of all, the music isn't, doesn't get as many points as the story because there are three categories for plot which mm-hmm. is nine points and then songs only get three. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, the plot is weighted more, but for me, music is so inherently a part of glee. If the music wasn't there, it would just be any high school show. Um, now, okay. It's quirky and has these cool characters and did a lot of like, you know, socially progressive things, but it's basically a high school show. And for mm-hmm. me, the music adds so much to the storytelling. It's what makes mm-hmm. it, continue to feel alive for me. If I hear one of the songs on the radio, I'm like, oh yeah, this was on Glee. And and I remember the scene and how I felt about it. And it just makes everything so much more alive for me. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah, I think, I think you're right that people definitely have different qualities that they're looking at. We don't always agree on what it even means to be a good episode of Glee or to be the best episode of Glee. We might be talking about very different things. Well, and I think there is, um, um, because we will, we'll get into the minutia of like stuff that we find different in a little bit and what we both agreed on in a little bit. Um, but I actually pulled up, um, do you remember that back when they did the hundredth episode, there was a um, there was some kind of journalist blogger person uh, that did a, a ranking. Yeah, yeah. And I actually went back and I looked up their top ten and their bottom ten. Oh, okay, and, okay. I um, haven't seen this in years and years, so this is this is so, new information you're spreading. Yeah, me. take into account, um, <laughs> you and listeners and everybody that this was before they aired the New York arc in season six. Okay. So, um, obviously there's a difference, but uh, this is, I think you and I will both, um, uh, agree and disagree on a lot of these choices, but their bottom 10 was shooting star at number, the last one, um, bad reputation, Rocky horror, Glee show, pot of gold, promissorous. Yes. No diva. Come back. I kissed a girl. And what? Wait, 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 diva. Yeah, I know. Diva was in my top 10. I know. And like Bad Reputation. Which was a shocker. Yeah. I think it's horrible. I think, well, they're a little blurb on Bad Reputation. I think they didn't get the episode. Um, But yeah. Well, I didn't like Bad Reputation all that much either. Uh, Well, I thought it was funny, but that's okay. (laughs) No, it wasn't Um, bad. No, it's, you know, and we're here to disagree. I mean, we're going to get into like stuff that we didn't, you know, definitely disagreed on. So no worries. I'm not taking anything personally. I'm sure you're not as well. So yeah. Uh, but they're top 10. Now, when I kind of talk about objective, um, like completely looking at it more as a whole or maybe somebody that's definitely a general audience member, this top 10 screams general audience member. Okay. Um, their top 10 is uh, the quarterback, Journey to Regionals, Born This Way, Sectionals, Dream On, Wheels, The Pilot, Duets, Silly Love Songs, and their top one is Graduation. That is a really... You mean goodbye? Oh yeah, goodbye. Sorry. Yeah, okay, that's a really weird list. There's it is. There's some really great ones in there, um, yeah. and then some that just like are totally off my radar. Yeah. Forgettable well, episodes. <laughs> let's let's talk about Dream On for a second because I think you and I have talked about this. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, I, at least for me, this is the episode that is the epitome of. Everything is right about this episode. The theme is on perfectly. The music is excellent in this. Each of the three storylines are very well executed. They have a strong guest star in there. And I can, I just find this episode boring. And I, I, bring, I don't remember what I ranked it. I should get my list out. But, uh, you know, I can see why objectively this is a, a fantastic piece of television. But at the same time, in my ranking, it's just not that high. So, so here's how I felt about Dream On. For the A-plot, and I'm sorry, I didn't print out um, what I ranked, what, what I said was the A-plot, B-plot, C-plot, but I could look okay. it up if, if you really care. Um, Dream On, um, uh, A-plot, two out of three. B-plot, two out of three. C-plot, two out of three. Songs, <laughs> two out of three. And Fit, two out of three. <laughs> yeah. It was the only episode, I think, that got twos all the way across. It was just, I agree with you. It was well done and kind of boring. Like I didn't care. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's, I think that's kind of, see, and I think that's where our, our perspectives come in. Like here's this objective viewer or this general audience member, you know, looking at it and saying, this is a great episode. And I think you and I both agree. Like, yeah, we get why people would think that this is a good episode, but be, you know, how about, I'm, 
maybe if we say like the emotional investment that you and I have in the show is not there with this yeah. particular episode. So that colors how we see the episode. Yeah, I think that's so, right. Um, it kind of jumping off of that, um, now that I look at it, that was my number 81. And I think that something I wanted to include was the fact that um, my list is not weighted evenly throughout. Oh, yeah, um, I absolutely agree. I'm totally on the same page with you. Uh, Dream On was my number 76. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't yeah, that so far very close. And yeah, yeah, it's still a good episode. It's not terrible, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's that far down on the list. Now, there are 121, One. 121 yep. episodes of Glee. Mm-hmm. So uh, the halfway point would be around 61. 60. 6061. So, this that we both agree is a good episode, though not emotionally um, attached to it, is below the halfway point. Right. Exactly. Well, in mine, I'm kind of looking at my list of below 80 is about the about around Dream On is the point in my list where I'm like, okay, I generally like these episodes more than I dislike these episodes. And below it, it doesn't really get into below 100. Where I'm like, I could just leave these episodes, not watch them again, and I'll be fine. Yeah, I had, um, shoot, I had this page open and I lost it. Um, I, I gave funny names to my categories when I did the the rankings mm-hmm. list. So um, I had, uh, from worst to best, I called it the worst of the worst, then bad <laughs> and boring episodes, then I have some issues, and then now we're getting somewhere, which I said was about where they're fun to watch every once in a while. And Mm -hmm. that was the category for numbers um, 87 through 94. Yeah. Still ones that I really uh, do enjoy watching sometimes, even though they're nowhere near my favorites. And those got eight points on my 15 point scale, which is about halfway. halfway. They got about half the points available. Yeah, that's yeah. good. So Glee is an awesome show. And yeah, the well, and I think that are pretty bad are good. You yeah. Know? Well, that's, I think, um, that's a, you know, if we were sitting here and going, well, I mean, my top five about the episodes I like and all the rest of these are crap, I think we would have to both evaluate why we're even doing this. Yeah, exactly. We're here because we love the show and we love almost all of the episodes of the show. If I were to rank some other completely different show, like, I don't know, I'm rewatching Parks and Rec right now. Like, Mm -hmm. those are funny episodes but i don't have the emotional connection like i don't think i would rank any of them as high as i rank glee episodes plus there are no songs there's no music in that that's not true actually um because <laughs> um yeah, chris pratt's character you know is in a he band does, but oh, anyway this is not a parks and rec podcast because <laughs> we love glee and we think that glee is you know one of the best shows out there and that's why we're totally um obsessed with it absolutely um all right, so let's talk about our personal least favorites on the list here. Yeah, so um, I yeah I compared our lists, and I actually don't have your list of worst right in front of me, but I have I do, the ones though. that we agreed on. Um, uh, there are um, for ones that we ranked under one hundred, where both of us ranked it under a hundred. Mm-hmm. There are. Uh, 21 spots available there, and we agreed on 12 of them, which That's is a lot. Good. Yeah, it's That's a lot. Actually... Um, yeah, actually, uh, we agreed on quite a few uh, things. So here are the episodes <laughs> that we both ranked under 100, and okay. these are in the order of airing. Okay. Okay. Um, Acafellas, mm-hmm. Mashup, 
mm-hmm. Funk. Yep. Britney, Britney. Come back. A night of neglect. Mm-hmm. Pot of gold. Nationals. That might be a surprise to some people. Um, sweet dreams. Not, not that they listen to my podcast, but anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, uh, so sweet dreams. Lights out. Yep. Child star and the rise and fall of Sue Sylvester. Yeah. Yeah, I do not want to watch any of those. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither. But let's let's look at this list. There's a couple of things. I mean, right off the list, right off the bat, we can talk about the lack of claim in any of these. Um, yeah. Ha- and yeah, I mean, Acafella's is the only one that has a significant, that has um, a Kurt storyline in it. But the rest, none of these have any kind of Kurt or Plain storyline in them. But I, you I know, don't even the- remember what happens in Mashup. Mashup. Oh, that's because it's all about it's it's just awful. It's an awful episode. Um it, it has to do with uh that it's um it's the one where Will wants to have have the mash up the thong song with that my fair lady. Oh song. yeah, that was terrible. Yeah. yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah, that was awful. And yeah. I think that so these I think... Oh go ahead. Uh, well I said nationals would probably be the most um surprising one because some good stuff happens in there. Like I thought, I found it really exciting that they performed at nationals and they won. There's that little like clean moment in the song that everyone was all, you know, squeeing about. Right. But the episode as a whole just doesn't hold together at all. No, it doesn't. And I mean, my whole, I have issues with the end of season three anyway, and the whole Rachel stuff and I get bored. And I think another Mm -hmm. difference also, um, and, and, well, I guess it'd be a good time to, to say this is that I get, I, I will take bad episodes sometimes more than I'll take boring episodes. And, yeah. um, which I think is, makes a difference. Cause like, but I do think uh, these, some of these episodes are genuinely bad episodes. Like mm-hmm. I just rewatched Brittany, Brittany. That's a, it's a bad episode. It doesn't work. Um, it doesn't have plot. Work. It yep. doesn't make sense. Um, yeah. this, songs are not all that like they're flashy but they're not mm-hmm. part of the story they're not anything yeah, they don't connect memorable. anything emotionally yeah, yeah. Um, um and then the rise and fall of sue sylvester everyone knows why that's terrible oh, uh, and then there so, are two that two that i think are really not not their fault right sweet dreams and lights out yeah in that section where they were like oh shoot Corey has to go to rehab and what are we going to do with the plot and right. they had to rewrite everything at the last minute and it just came out looking like they rewrote everything at the last minute yeah and I agree with that and then I'm looking at like it's kind of comeback child star um are the two that don't have any curtain blade in it um mm-hmm. and one it's so funny you know comebacks about Justin Bieber and child star is about this obnoxious child star that they introduced at the end of it whatever that's part of season six issues mm-hmm. more than me not liking that curtain flame were there weren't there yeah. you know so. i actually liked comeback um more than i thought i would or rather i didn't hate it because i had this memory of hating it and then when i rewatched <laughs> it i was like you know this this isn't terrible. No, it's, it's just kind bad. of boring. You know, it's just, and the plot lines don't fit together and it just doesn't, it doesn't right. gel, right? It doesn't have anything that attracts me to it, but it's not awful. It's not yeah. a hot mess. You know? I think um, looking at like kind of where I put stuff in my list and I think um, we can agree that pot of gold might be one of the messiest 
awful episodes that they did. Like just in terms of there's too many plot lines and Rory is introduced and nobody cares and and just yeah. music isn't memorable and uh, it's just not good memory. Um, yeah. So All that Glee, Glee project stuff just yeah. Like, why? <laughs> yeah. Um. You know, it's curious to me. What was your number one twenty one? What was your lowest rated episode? Um, I, I think it was the rise and fall of Sue Sylvester, but I just want to double check. Um, okay. yeah, yes, in fact it was. So the rise and fall of Sue, of Sue Sylvester was my last and then funk and then child star. And then we had a difference okay. one that was not on our combined list. Right. Well, my, mine's a little different cause mine was obviously the rise and fall of Sue Sylvester, but, um, and I know we'll get into the Spanish teacher and then I kissed a girl and then Alcafellas, but we'll talk about those season three episodes in a little bit, but, um, yeah, it's interesting because you know the one thing about Rise and Fall of Sue Sylvester, I want to say is that I don't think it's a completely awful, like trashy, horrible episode. It's just that it was the worst choice of thing that they had to do, and nobody cared about Sue, and they just made it all about Sue, and it was so frustrating. And nothing happened. They just sat and there yeah. in chairs talking. Yep. Like, who thought that was a good idea? And and there's no consequences for Sue. I was hoping she'd end up in jail or something. Nope. Yeah. Nothing happened. There, I mean, you're at the end of the series. And this show is just a waste of, this episode is a waste of time. Yep. So. No, I completely agree. So. All right. Well, um, unless there's more that you wanted to talk about on that, we can go to the more positive yeah, favorite Yeah, let's episodes. talk about great episodes. Let's talk about great episodes. <laughs> okay. Oh. Um, so we had five episodes overlap on our top 10 lists. Okay. Um, again, in air date order, we agree that in the top 10 are born this way. The first time new New York, the untitled Rachel Berry project and dreams come true. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. That's a solid, good top five. That's a, yeah. That's what I mean. Neither of us are going to agree. So. <laughs> <laughs> Right. I think most of but, our listeners will probably agree with that too. Right. And you know, we could um we could sit here and argue with each other because I think Born This Way is the number one episode and you put it what like seven or something. I like, know, I'm it's farther <laughs> down. Um, you do know, know why though? It's because of the prom queen stuff I just don't care about. Um but I'm not disagreeing. I like looking at my other six, I just like those as a whole better but it, yeah it's, and yeah. that's totally valid like yeah. we, we shouldn't beat each other up over no. all differences like this but no. we did have some big differences in our top 10 right yeah we talk about that sure what okay. exactly so, are you referring to <laughs> go ahead <laughs> well the, the ones that uh were in my top 10 that you didn't like and the ones that were in oh your top 10 right like. okay yeah and it's not that. a not like like these were all solid like definite top half like top yeah. quarter usually episodes, right? Sure. So, um, so um, two episodes that I ranked. No, sorry, backwards. Two episodes that you ranked in the top ten mm-hmm. that I put in the mid twenties. Okay. Were two thousand nine and Prom Queen. Yeah, which is going to sound hilarious when I just said that I didn't like the Prom Queen stuff. Um, no, but My, you didn't like you didn't like the like Quinn prom Quinn queen stuff. Part of it. That's different okay. from the clean prom queen stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so let me let me talk about this because I'll I'll let you talk about yours in a second. Okay. Um, my we're two thousand nine. Mm-hmm. 
I, I love stories like that where they go back and they do from a different yeah. point of view. And, and I just personally really loved like them redoing the pilot and I don't really like the pilot all that much. Um, and, um, just kind of seeing it from all of these characters that I really enjoyed really just was more memorable to me in a lot of ways. So that's why I got put mine that high. So, yeah. um, um, and I also loved 2009, like it kind of broke my heart to not, um, put it in the, in the top 10 as many of these, you know, I think, um, I was talking about my funny, um, funny category titles. So the one mm-hmm. for the 13 point episodes. So remember we're on a scale of zero to 15. So there are 13, mm-hmm. 14 and 15 point episodes. So the 13 point episodes I called, why can't I put 41 episodes yes. in my top 10? Like, <laughs> and, uh, that's where, um, that's where 2009 was. It was a 13 point episode. And I believe I put it at the at the top of the 13 point category, at least near the top because I just loved it, but it lost points. It lost one point in each of two categories. Um, one was that I thought that the Tina and Artie backstories weren't quite fleshed out enough. Like I didn't feel like I got Mm -hmm. quite enough about them. Um, and the second one was, um, the songs. They were all, I was going to say, yeah, the music was all reused songs, which is good. And I loved hearing them, but I wanted more that was new. Like I loved popular and I would have loved like maybe one more, um, to just make it seem perfect. Well, to be fair, I mean, like Mercedes and and Artie and Tina all had their audition or or Mercedes Mercedes had her own, but it, I, overall, I mean, I really liked Mercedes, but it felt like for such a big episode, like to redo this, it it felt like weaker songs. Like you could have, I don't know. I just felt like it could have been more musically myself too. Yeah. 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 And I love the episode and I adore it and it pains me to not put it in my top 10. Um, but I just, there were other ones that I, I thought, filled out the points better mm-hmm. well and then yeah. prom queen again prom queen. yeah the, the that is where you know i went i bet one of the times i rewatched it i was just i the clean stuff is amazing the clean stuff mm-hmm. is like just hit you know it's high point after high point at the end of season two with all these clean moments and yeah this really just is so such a beautiful thing but all the rest of the stories really, really work for me. And um, the way it all kind of just connects and thematically just, I, I was really impressed. Um, last time I rewatched it, I was just like, this really works as an episode. And it's got some really great moments across the board, not just Clayne. And I just was really moved by it. So it feels yeah. weird not to have it in my top 10. I can't like, I just, I, I that is one of the ones that I did kind of like toggle between that and maybe like, putting some of the other ones in my, you know, top 20. Um, but it always kept creeping back in. So, yeah. And I guess, um, I mean, I feel very similarly with, with prom queen that it's so emotional for me and I love it and I want it to be in the top 10. Um, (laughs) but, um, so, um, of course I love, love, love the clan stuff. And this is one of those episodes where I feel like my point system is really important because the clan stuff is so, um, so emotional for me that I think of course it should be on the top 10, but I have to really stop myself and think about what's going on in the other stories. And I mm-hmm. thought they did work really well. I thought the stories about everyone's prom dates works well. I didn't like as much the story about Artie trying to spike the punch. So oh, I, so I, I got the point there. Cause the point there, the lines, um, Sue yeah. says like you make the worst POW ever. <laughs> like, 
or yeah, prisoner of war <laughs> ever. It just cracks yeah, me. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't I like it. her like torturing him and stuff like that. That was weird. I can understand that. Um, so. And then the songs, I dropped a point because um, uh, they didn't really integrate into the plot other than Dancing mm-hmm. Queen. Uh, they were performance songs and they were were performing at a dance rather than mm-hmm. this is integrated into the storyline and telling me something about what you're thinking. You know, in this episode, I'm going to get hate mail for this. It has my least favorite Blaine solo in it. Oh, um, yeah. Me too, actually. <laughs> I can't stand that song. Yeah. But it's a song. It's I not mean, Darren. Yeah. No, don't send hate mail. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Um, so. yeah, I didn't like the song that much either. Like I, I forget, I keep forgetting that he sang in that episode because it just didn't strike me. It didn't, it didn't, it didn't, mm-hmm. it didn't feel anything, I guess. Yep. Uh, before we move on to yours, I just want to say something quick about dreams come true. I think it's interesting that we both have this in our top tens. Cause mine is definitely, I, I don't necessarily think it's the, a great episode, but I, you know, I just, for my own sentimental sake, I couldn't not have it in the top 10, which is why it's number 10. Um, and I'm kind of curious about why your thoughts, why did you put it? Why did you include it? Um, so I actually, uh, it's pretty similar. I couldn't, I couldn't stand not having it in the top 10. Um, but I think, um, uh, you know, I had to justify it on my point system. (laughs) Um, so, uh, uh, dreams come true. I have three episodes in my top 10, which is a lot that are there because they did exactly what they needed to do. Mm -hmm. Right. It might not be the episode that I'm going to go back and rewatch constantly. And I think actually this is one of your, one of your discussion topics that you had suggested in the email, uh, is, um, uh, whether things change place in the rankings over time, whether they grow on you or, or grow away from you. And I think mm-hmm. dreams come true is one that I don't want to rewatch a ton, but mm-hmm. it did what it needed to do. It was a really, really fitting end to everything. And it was just a perfect ending. How often do you finish a long running show like Glee with a huge fandom that has, you know, gone in all directions and nobody complains about the finale? No, it's not entirely. <laughs> Really true. There were some people, I mean, but, yeah, sure, I you, you can quibble <laughs> about it, but it's not like, I don't know what was like, how I met your mother was a recent oh, one God, that yeah, everyone hated the finale. Like, and I had so much fear that Glee was going to end in a terrible way that, you know, we'd have to write reams of fan fiction to fix the ending of Glee, but nobody had to do that. I mean, sometimes you want to continue the story. Sometimes you want something to come out a little bit differently, but it was really a perfect ending. It wrapped everything up. It made us feel good. It made us cry. Uh, while feeling good (laughs) and it was just perfect it did exactly what it needed to do and the other two that I put in my top 10 that were there for that reason were the pilot and the quarterback I felt like those were perfect episodes for what they did what they needed to do um and I don't really want to rewatch them a ton, but they belong well, there. In the let's talk about those two real quick. And I'm not skipping over your, um, your, the other side where we talk about right. stuff that you put in your top 10 that I didn't. Well, the pilot um, actually is, is one of those. So that segues in. <laughs> um, let's, uh, let's talk about the quarterback real quick first. Mm-hmm. Um, I put this as a, at 11. Mm-hmm. I think arguably it is one of, it, it might be the best written episode of the show. Um, and I think, regarding what they needed to do and what they wanted to do. 
it was a perfect episode. But yeah. as you, I just have noticed, I don't watch it very often. I think it's a very hard yeah. episode. Yeah. Um, but I think it is a brilliant and wonderful piece of television. It might be their best episode. But yeah. Um, I agree with all of that. And um, I know you said that there were, you said this when you were writing up your, your rankings that you published on Tumblr, um, mm-hmm. that there were certain episodes that you, um, uh, that you uh, placed at certain points. Like, and I think that was one of them that you put it at 11 because right. you thought it was beautiful, but you didn't want it in the top 10. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like I kind of felt that way as well. I mean, I didn't have that like, I don't want it in the top 10 issue. It was like, this is perfect for what it is. And I also don't want to rewatch it a ton. Uh, and it was so affecting, but I just felt like it was perfect and it, it belonged there. Oh yeah. No, I mean, and that's why I think when we were talking a little bit about, um, you know, objectivity versus subjectivity mm-hmm. and I'm like, well, you know, my top 10 is the top 10 of episodes that I'd want on a desert Island with me if I was yeah. stuck and I could only watch 10 episodes of Glee ever again. Um, <laughs> And a quarterback, I, I just wouldn't want on there. But if right. I was trying yeah, to Yeah, and that make... sort of comes down to, like, yep. what do we mean by the top episodes of Glee? What do mm-hmm. we mean when we're ranking the episodes? And the ones I want to rewatch over and over again is one answer to that question. And mm-hmm. the ones that I think are perfectly constructed is another answer to that question. And the ones that, you know, have the best clean moments is another answer right. to that question. Like, And we're not necessarily ranking the same thing. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and uh, the pilots. <laughs> Let's talk about the pilot for a second. Yeah. Now the pilot, um, I put in the middle, dead set in the middle, um, because I'm never sure what to do with it. You know, it's one of those episodes. The more I've watched it, and the more I've gone away from it, I just it doesn't do much for me anymore. Um, really? And yeah. It just doesn't. Um, but I feel like it is a wonderfully constructed episode. I think it started the series off with a, it, you know, a, in a great way. Um, and it was very funny and it had great music within it. I mean, Don't Stop Believing gave me chills. And I think it's a very good, you know, it's a very hooking episode of television. So. Yeah. And I think that it's, um, I mean, it launched this whole phenomenon. It, aired and there were millions of people who wanted to watch the show and without that episode we wouldn't have glee if it had been a failure we wouldn't have any claim or anything um and uh you know there were a lot of people who loved season one who stopped watching after season one when the show sort of took the turn that we who stayed in fandom um like more right so i i feel like i want to give the pilot credit for creating the show um Again, it's not one that I want to watch over and over and over again, but I don't think like it's faded over time with me. I was never a huge season one fan. Um, and, uh, there are a couple standout episodes there, but I think the pilot, um, is something that I'll always be grateful for and that I'll always feel an emotional connection to. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about your yeah um, so my my top 10 that you didn't like right um so um pilot was the one you ranked the lowest at 61 uh and there were three other episodes that you ranked um around 30 um approximately um the breakup grilled cheeses and diva which yeah. is probably my most um, controversial top ten choice. <laughs> well, I think. Do you want to do that one first? Let's do Diva. 
go first because I, I mean, I ranked it what twenty seven. Um, or yeah, you ranked it twenty seven, which is good. Yeah. Like that's what I ranked two thousand. Like, I, I think it's so. an entertaining, and and yeah. it's kind of funny because we when we did the podcast of Diva, I'd forgotten even that there was this hoopla about Tina and the vapor rape stuff, and it is. It's oh my odd. gosh, how do you forget that? <laughs> I, I don't know. Because <laughs> I'm me. There was like, so much fandom drama about that. And in retrospect, when I go and watch it, I'm like, this is hilarious. <laughs> really funny. Yeah, no, I just am um, like, mm. yeah, that, and but, that's probably and why I like, it too referenced it later and like you did what? And <laughs> Mike talking about it, you know, in later episodes, I think really like ramped up the humor value of it for me. <laughs> uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well then there you go. Yeah, no mine yeah. is it's just that um I I enjoyed it. To me, the Tina stuff squicked me out. I'm like, Ugh, I, I wish yeah. you hadn't done that. But um, I totally understand that. And yeah. and you know, it's a very uh you know, it's focused it's I don't know. I mean, there the curtain and Rachel stuff is fantastic, but at the end it's all you know, it gets kind of into this humble very stuff that I'm a little like, okay, we've seen right. Kurt do this a thousand times and I'm not knocking the Elmaberry friendship at all. Yeah. I'm just, you know, at, at, like I go yeah. into it in the podcast a lot, but, um, it just, I'm tired of seeing this dynamic played out this exact same way every time. And so I kind of didn't like the ending as much, okay. but you That's know, fair. but there's That's still, um, well, I so love much great stuff in it. They're <laughs> like yeah. my second favorite after Clay. uh, it's Humbleberry. And I love that in this episode, Kurt gets to win. He gets to sing and yeah. win <laughs> and it's amazing. And I just, he sounds so glorious on that song. Like if you haven't, listen to the solo version anyone who's listening to this podcast if you haven't gotten from itunes the kurt solo version of bring him home you've got to go get it right now because it's one of the transcendentally beautiful things that glee has ever um yeah and i, I, um, I do like diva i mean all the stuff um i mean the vapor rape was not you know not my favorite scene in it, but I loved her solo. She kicked ass on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Blaine kicked ass on his solo. The music is outstanding. It is. In this I episode. I mean, uh, the and then um, I just, I don't know. I, I finished watching it and I'm like, this yeah. is great. Episode. It is a good episode. I'm not. It's twenty. Why it's twenty seven on my list? I mean, that's kind of funny. I think actually, it's surprising looking at this um, and grilled cheese. This is so low. Um, but yeah, I kind of like the other ones, but okay. Yeah. makes sense. Uh, you know, grilled cheese is an amazing episode. I just watched it last night um, for the rewatch. I think that it's not something that I want to revisit a lot. I think because it's a heavier episode, I kind of have a tendency to, this isn't my happy place. This isn't where I want to like, you know, and a lot of, the you know higher up glee episodes are ones that i i find funnier i find just more enjoyable to watch and this one is such a heavy episode but i i think all around it's a fantastic episode of television the the funny thing about girl cheese is um because i just watched it again and it's an excellent episode um it's kind of heavier and i think that looking at all the episodes that are i placed before it um there's a lot of lighter stuff and a lot of well i guess loser like me is really high um it's just stuff that I want to go back and watch more often than I yeah. do with Girl Jesus. And I think that's yeah. really the only big thing there because, uh, you know, everything in the top 40 right. is stuff that I really love. So, yeah. So um, I love pain, especially when it happens to <laughs> Kurt. <laughs> so I think that explains both Grilled Jesus and okay. the breakup. 
yeah. uh, there and he just like cries and looks really pretty and my heart breaks and that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, and with the breakup, which is I placed after Girls Jesus, you know, and this is one of the episodes it, it, it has grown on me over the years. Um, to a lesser degree, this isn't really as much of a problem as it used to be. The stuff that happened with fandom really burned me on this episode. Um, mm-hmm. And to the point where, like, I just I had I couldn't go back and watch it, and I didn't want to go back and watch it. And I think now that I've been through it enough times, and now that I've meta it and podcasted about it, um, I, I feel differently towards it. I'm a little bit more, I'm a lot warmer towards it. Um, but there are just in general there are things that I think. I mean, the whole newbie subplot about being left behind, I wasn't I wasn't in there. I felt yeah, like. That was weird. I felt like Clayne got a weaker breakup story than Finchel and Britanna. Um, yeah, it's, I know. Really? Cause funny. I thought Britanna's breakup story was super dumb. Like, oh. yeah, you're always going to find attractive people around. Like that's, that's life. Like get over it. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I guess just Clayne, I, I wanted more from it, but now that I mean, like, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, well, I always be. want more from Clayne. Like you always want more from Clayne. <laughs> um, that's, that's, <laughs> That's who we are, right? Um, yeah. But I, I agree with you that fandom was really nuts around that time, and understandably yeah. so. Like, I don't think they, like, I don't think it was um, negativity or anything like that. It was just this really big thing had happened in the story, and everyone was upset, and people had their different opinions on it. And because we were so emotional about it, we started yelling at each other instead of mm. just agreeing to disagree. Yeah. But at the same time, it was such a huge moment for fandom creativity. Like almost all of my stories um, reference the breakup or are about what happened there, doing it different ways, getting them back together in different ways. Like there's just so much. And I don't think I would have really become such a big fanfic writer if that episode hadn't happened. So mm-hmm. I love that it did, even though it was painful and I cried and cried and my heart broke and I lost friends over it. Um, <laughs> I, I'm really glad that it was there to provide this raw material for my creativity. And I think it was also a very beautiful episode. It was just gorgeously shot and mm-hmm. just so many stunning images um, um, from it. I, you know, and it's kind of funny, but I think the Finchel stuff is really, really well done. I think it's really a really good even though it's not really good it's the end of Finchel um but maybe that's why I like it because it's definitely the end of Finchel um well it wasn't supposed to be I mean they I were supposed to, supposed to be but um but uh, yeah and the music is very well done in the episode mm-hmm. across the board I think it's yeah. fantastic yeah the scientist in particular is just mm-hmm. it's still amazing. haunting yeah um you know and I've heard a lot of people say that about you know the clean story becomes more on they get more to do um you know through the breakup it's you yeah. know I, I know a lot of people love clean season three they're together but i'm like they don't do anything the whole damn season like so <laughs> there's the first time and then there's nothing else until dance with somebody and then nothing else you get yeah, two dance with somebody and- was great that was a really great episode. Why isn't that in my top 10? See, there I go again. <laughs> I know. I mean, I, I think that's in my top 20. Yeah, I think it's, I th- it might be my number 11. Yeah, mine's 17. Um, but yeah, it's, you know, but then, you know, so much clean development kind of 
comes off of the breakup and and, and just in Blaine gets developed individually and yeah. Kurt and to a lesser degree gets some yeah. development and, and we get a lot of happens. really great things. like Blaine and Sam that yeah. whole friendship occurs out of it and and there was a whole just the amount of great things great fix great fandom works that came out of season four into season five and up to season six there's a lot of really great it was like a renaissance area because you know the golden age of season yes. two and then the renaissance of season four absolutely um, and i wasn't around for season two so uh, yeah uh, you know and i think there are a lot of people who came in around season four and season five I think that's right weren't there for the beginning stuff so uh, a lot of the people that were there for early stuff had left already so it, it was an interesting transitioning time so yeah we're getting i'm getting way off topic I'm yeah sorry. we are getting off topic <laughs> You do a separate one on fandom dynamics. I know. I'm yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, what I want to do with it, because you wrote up a list of things that we had the most difference is on. It's not bad. It's not a good sentence. But um, I actually want to go backwards. I want to go with this. You know, you said 50. It's like the 58th. I want to start with your number 10. Okay. 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 Yeah. So the. These are the ones that Pam and I disagreed on the most. Right. Um, so Meaning that there was a biggest difference. Difference, yeah. So yeah. for any math nerds out there, the absolute value of Pam's ranking minus my ranking <laughs> uh, <laughs> will give you a number. And that number, um, uh, you know, the biggest one is the one we had the most difference on. So, but this is going to make it sound like we have a huge amount of differences, but we don't actually. Um, there were 57 episodes that we ranked within 10 places of each other. And mm-hmm. only 32 episodes that we placed more than 30 spots apart in our list. So uh, you looking at it, if you look at our lists comparatively, they'd be like, yeah, there's two cleaners right there. Yeah, you know. for sure. For sure. <laughs> if I compared with a Finchel fan or a general audience person, I'm sure that it would be much, much different. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, so from this is it's hard to describe this the 10 biggest disagreements from least big to most big (laughs) um so number 10 on the list is the spanish teacher which we put 58 places apart yeah um and Um, i had okay so yeah yours is at the very bottom almost um you ranked at 120 and i ranked at 62 which is not great right but you know when you're comparing uh with the way bottom um uh, the middling, middling rank uh, is certainly a big difference. Yeah. And my thing with the Spanish teacher, um, I personally think that, you know, getting into it personally, my parents are both teachers. And to sit and watch this episode completely just, you know, what the fuck were they doing? Like, I, Will is so bad at, at being a teacher. And just does everything wrong and he's horrible with Emma and they can't even get like the, what tenure is correct. And I, I just, I just, oh, it just hurts my head to watch this episode. I just, I can't do it. Not on top of that. I have no connection with any of the music in this episode. I don't really care about the other plot lines. Ricky Martin is nice. He's funny. There's, I mean, I, I give points to Ricky Martin. I'm sad a little bit that when we talked about this in the podcast, that Santana had a legitimate storyline in this, that it's kind of overlooked because Will is being such an idiot, but um, it just, a lot of things about this episode just rubbed me the wrong way. 
So. Yeah. So I agree with you that the Will storyline is terrible. Like if there's one thing that the entire fandom agrees yes. about, it's that Will is terrible in this episode. And I for sure um, agree with that. Uh, um, but I feel like Will is terrible in, in a lot of episodes. And this is the one where he gets called out on it. So That's I kind of give the writers credit for that, even <laughs> though they resolved it too easily at the end. So mm-hmm. while for you, it really rubs you the wrong way in a very emotional place. For me, I'm like, yep, he's being an idiot. <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, and it doesn't like get to me as much. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at the same time, there's some really fun things going on in here. I really liked Ricky Martin. Um, mm-hmm. I really liked the Sam Sadie's thing that was going on where they like didn't speak to each other for a while at Emma's suggestion. Um, and, uh, um, you know, I think the kids made a really good effort to get those Spanish songs, uh, in there and not make them sound completely terrible. <laughs> the shoes are fun. I like the little the shoe shoes. The shoes were fun. Yes. Yeah. There was not enough clean, right? That's a, a perennial. Oh, yeah. Complaint. I mean, but, but I mean, so, like, yeah. So I felt like it was just kind of a middle of the road episode, whereas you, Hated it. What was your 120, by the way? Just out of curiosity. Um, 120. Funk? Um, I think it was, uh, it was, um, yeah, it was funk. Yeah. Okay. See, now that one I I think is mildly entertaining comparatively to this. Incredibly boring. Yeah. And the music was terrible. I'm not disagreeing with you, but you know. (laughs) So, So, uh, yeah. So, number nine on our list of biggest disagreements is the Sue Sylvester shuffle. Again, you really hated it. This was a 59-place difference. Um, you, know, rank, the, you ranked it 89, and I ranked it 30. Yeah, I don't want. I don't. I kind of want to shy away from the word "hate" for this one because I don't hate it. Right. Um, I I just find it so boring. It's and this is my thing, and maybe it's because I don't really care that much about football. But this, looking at this episode, I see. You know, they place it after the the, the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And it's all of this like jock stuff. I mean, I give credit for the girls playing football. I love that. Um, oh, really? But... I thought that was the most boring part. Like, I thought it was just them <laughs> having them out there. But I have a soft spot for Dave Karofsky. See, I didn't think that's what I was just going to say. Yeah. That I think that you have a softer spot for Karofsky. And, than this, and this is also the episode where they want to shoot Brittany out of a cannon. Well, yeah. <laughs> which is no, one of that... the most hilarious things I've ever done. Yes, I agree with that. But I think I, every time I get to this episode, I mean, Clayne doesn't even come in a, on in about 30 minutes in. And it's kind of yeah. like, let's bury the gay stuff. Right. Um, so it just, I don't know. I just gives yeah. me, and, and this episode actually when it aired, um, and this is kind of gets into our differences on how we feel about Karofsky. Um, when it first aired and I thought Karofsky was going to be a part of the Glee Club, I'm like, I want to quit the show because I cannot. Really? With yeah. Aww. I I've softened on Krofsky quite a bit. I really have. Um, I don't I don't vehemently hate him anymore or anything. Um, Someday I want to write an AU but... where he does join Glee Club after this episode, and then his life is so much better, and he doesn't end up trying to kill himself. Yeah. No. But you um, would not read that. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I don't care that much about Krofsky, but. Um, and I think that's the biggest thing is that they just spend so much time on all of the football stuff and there's not much good. I mean, it feels like another average foot. I mean, um, it feels like another average high school show to me instead of, you know, yeah, glee. So. that's fair. That's fair. But I agree. Brittany, the shooting Brittany out of the cannon thing was hilarious. So, okay. But. Um, 
All right. Number eight on the biggest disagreements list was goodbye with a 60 place difference, 60 places. Um, You ranked it 41 and I ranked it 101. So this is the opposite direction. Opposite direction. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and this is one of the ones I actually look at a little more objectively. When I look at it, each graduate gets a little bit of a segment, a little bit of wrap up of their entire season three arc. And with the exception of the ending, which everyone hates, and I don't even think is that bad, actually, now in retrospect. I think it really works as an episode. I think that the music is pretty strong without. I think each of the storylines presented in season three does get a wrap-up. Except um, for Kurt. That, well, yeah, but it still gets a wrap-up. <laughs> like, yeah, but it's it terrible. I, this episode makes me angry. I just opened up my notes for it, and it's like in all caps. <laughs> See, I bet you, like, the way I feel about the Spanish teacher, it's like, I hate it. Yes. Uh. That's probably it. That's probably it. I'm like, apply to more than one school. I hate you, Carmen Tibida. <laughs> I just, I am so angry that they did that to Kurt. I'm just so yeah. angry that he did not get into school and that Rachel yeah. did when she totally sucked. See, and that, I, I had burned out my anger. Is props on this list? Um, no. no <laughs> like, God. by props and nationals, I was so done with the racial storyline. That's, oh, I get this. This, of course, she did. That just. <laughs> and that <laughs> like, may be um, part of the effect of me watching it out of order. Because goodbye starts yeah. with G and props and nationals are much later on. I had not, I did not have them in my head when I was watching this. Right. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think it's, it's one of those episodes actually I've gotten, um, I, it's grown in affection. I, I actually rank it one of my, well, yeah, I guess I would bring it one of my higher season three episodes. I, I think it's a well done episode. I just, it makes some in, interesting choices and not some great choices. And I mean, like the stuff with thrown in there about Finn, like going to the actor studio, what was all that about? And like, that was the, ridiculous argument about Finchel having with, with chairs was ridiculously stupid. It was really dumb. Yeah. So I'm not saying <laughs> I can't find anything to episode. like about this episode. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> but I, I, I personally think for what it was trying to do, it succeeded in what it was trying to do. So not for me. <laughs> I'm right and you're wrong. <laughs> um, no. Anyway, so <laughs> let's talk about number seven. Um, right. Okay. Number seven. With, Don't send Nadi. I hate mail about this. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Okay. Uh, um, no, I meant number seven. They don't well, need Number it. seven. Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't think this is all that controversial. Okay. Number seven, uh, never been kissed. We had a 61 place difference yeah. where you put it at number 19 and I put it at number 80. See, and I thought I would was being like i'm gonna put this lower guys don't yell at me and then you have an 80 yeah <laughs> well me i mean the clean stuff is amazing and the rest of the episode is terrible so yeah, when i much. put down on points um <laughs> you know i've got um I, I actually i actually cheated to get it higher <laughs> because um i put um for the plot where kurt meets blaine and also the whole hate kissing thing with karofsky i gave that four points out of three because it was some of the most amazing mm-hmm. acting that ever happened on this show yep. um and because if i hadn't what how much did i get three four or five so yeah it would have been an eight point episode and that felt like too low yeah. It felt like it needed to be. Well, see, and that, this is a really great one to talk about, actually, because you have like this iconic moment. Like Kurt's story has been building to this. His story after this will jump off this point. You have an introduction to a character who will change the course of this entire show. You have this 
moment that it just like def- you know is a stamp um like yeah. in culture at the time and it was oh, like, was it was it a number one hit on itunes number was that the one thing? hit on yeah. itunes trini yeah. dream was one of the most amazing moments the show has ever had and when and i think people don't remember the rest of this episode is awful it's mm-hmm. just yep. awful so we've got everyone having um fantasies about coach beast in order to cool them down when they get too horny yep and then uh, they have um, Puck adopting Artie as a community service project. Yes. And both of those have, like, because isn't this the where um, Beast is pity kissed by Will? Which That's makes right. it mm-hmm. even worse. And then the way Puck's, you know, like, talking to Artie about how to get girls is awful. And Brittany and Santana are awful. And it, yeah. the whole rest of the so episode is so bad. I feel bad. like every once in a while, someone in fandom rewatches this episode and posts, wow, this up. Op- this episode is just terrible. <laughs> like I had no, you know, all the, like just watching the, the clean scenes, just looking at yeah. the gifts and you forget about everything else. And yep. then you watch the episode and you're like, Jesus, what you know, it's kind of funny. Here? Like yeah. you say we have an 81 place difference, but we basically feel the same way about the show. It's just our 61 place difference. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I just yeah. read that wrong. Oops. Yeah. 61. But I think it's just a matter of how, like, I just place the clean stuff at such a higher level. Like, I couldn't, like, go yeah. below top 20 in this. I'm like, no. Yeah. That like, Teenage Dream stuff is so important. And that yeah. even the stuff with the Karofsky, everything is so important in Kurt's story that that means so much to me that I'm placing this knowingly. Um, yeah. Right. So. Because you're thinking about what do you want to be able to watch over and over and over again. Right. And I'm thinking about how well is this episode done overall. And that, yeah, I agree that I yeah, mean, and if, I, if I were stuck on a desert island, I would just bring the clean highlights reel yeah. and not bother with episodes. <laughs> exactly. Um, but that it brings up an interesting point in general, though, that some of these episodes, it's hard to really talk about in a, okay, this is a great or this is bad, because there are so many mm-hmm. episodes of the show that I do think have these kind of dichotomy of having a really good one or two plots or one plot mm-hmm. or a really bad something else or, yeah. you know, really bad songs, but really good plot or vice versa, or, you know. Yeah. If it were not totally impossible to separate out all the different story arcs that existed on Glee, it would be fun to rank the story arcs. But there's right. just somebody, no way of... No, somebody asked me if I would do that once. I'm like, are you kidding? How do it was you, probably how do you me. It was probably me. <laughs> <laughs> Did you do that yeah. on Anonymous? I think it was an Anonymous Maybe. question. I don't know. Oh. Um, I, I even gave it a try as I was rewatching season one. It's impossible. I tried your rewatch. Too. I was like, well, is it even possible to quantify what these are and I like I had like a hundred of them or something I'm like, yeah no you can't I mean like, you can look at it by character a little bit I mean yeah. and then everyone like, will just argue of you know no these two are the same plot line no they're different plot lines you know it's just impossible. yeah exactly anyway so it's, it's just not possible anyway so that's why we have to have these arbitrary 42 minute segments right um. <laughs> okay so um never been kissed is there anything else to say about that one no I think we pretty much talked okay. that one out yeah. all right um because there's more kissing coming up, which is yes. number six. <laughs> Instead of boys uh, kissing, we're going to go to girls kissing. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I kissed a girl. We had a 66 mm-hmm. place difference. You ranked right. it 119 and yes. I ranked it 53. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> so, you know, fandom, I think, really hates this episode. Um, I see why. I just think I had a kind of a different take on it. I felt that it was interesting to have a story of Santana being outed against her will. And yeah, it would have been nice if she got to have her agency. Um, 
but I was into the story that they were telling, so I didn't hate it. Yeah, well, and mine, on top of the Santana stuff, um, I'll say about that is that I do agree more so with fandom on this one in that, you know, I, I can see where that kind of story would be interesting to hear, you know, but it basically, it feels to me that it was framed as Finn's point of view and not Santana's. Mm -hmm. And I just, you know, with so many things out there, not being from the woman's point of view and not Mm -hmm. giving a lesbian a chance to actually have her own story. It felt like a disservice to Santana. And I think that she deserved a better coming out story, especially in light of how they handled Kurt's, all right. of this feels very rushed. It feels not rushed isn't the right word. All of it feels very like slammed together and disjointed to me personally. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, there's a lot of storylines in this episode that I just don't like. I mean, there's the election stuff that's going on at the time. Um, I'm blanking on what else goes on, but it just felt like a mess of an episode to me personally. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't really have an argument with that. Um, I think I would have liked an episode where they did it differently, um, but I also happened to like this one. So I just, um, I I feel like I don't want to, on this particular issue, don't want to argue too much with the story the writers were telling because I found it interesting, but other people have totally valid criticisms and it might have been a much better episode if they had done it a different way. Right, And, and I do, like... My problem in general is the beginning of season three has they're trying to have this giant cast and add more people to this giant cast and give them all things to do. And I think that it doesn't work as well as they wanted it to because nobody is given the amount of room to really let the the plot lines breathe. And and a lot of the early season three episodes end up in my lower half anyway. This one I just think with the added Santana stuff that I don't particularly like. Um, and I think, isn't this where Shelby sleeps with Puck, which also I have. Oh, maybe. With. Yeah. That um, was not good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that, and then the, the boring, like it, it was Sue and, and Beast fighting over Cooter and I'm like, I don't care about Oh, that. I actually liked that. Um, oh. I, I'm still sad that they made Cooter into a bad guy. I really, I, I do agree with I really that. Liked I really liked that, um, that, that Beast got this relationship that was empowering and that he liked her for who she was and that they had these issues and they were working through them. I found that story really cool. And then he turned into a ogre. Uh, yeah. But did they really need to, why was spousal yeah. abuse a thing? No, because, this, you know, they wanted to do their, um, their um, public service announcements and, um, that's actually a great segue into number five. Oh, okay. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> um, so our fifth biggest disagreement was all or nothing. All or nothing. We had a 68 place difference mm-hmm. where you ranked it 49 and I ranked it 117. Yeah. So that's the opposite direction as the last right. one. And I feel like all the complaints that you just said about I kissed a girl, I yeah. have about all or nothing that it totally <laughs> didn't fit together. They're trying to jam a PSA in there. It wasn't um, any kind of good perspectives. There were way too many people trying to have their stories yep. in there. Um, and I just thought it was a disaster. And, you know, and I'm not going to disagree about that. The funny thing is that we just did the podcast on that and I just posted all or nothing oh. and, and snarky hag shout out to her. Cause I feel like if I don't shout out to her once a podcast, 
Um, she doesn't get her, you know, money for that week. Um, <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, she's like, you know, this is an awful episode. I'm like, it's not. There's some funny bits in it. And then she like went through the whole thing. She's like, this is an awful episode. I'm like, okay, you're right. It's, it I'm going to have to listen to that. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you will need it. You'll really enjoy it. Uh, it is a mess. It's not a finale. It doesn't work as a finale. It doesn't work as a competition episode. It doesn't work on a lot of levels. And I won't disagree with that. I just find some entertainment value out of it. So that's Very cool. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right. Um, Number four, um, Mm -hmm. possibly very controversial, is a wedding. Um, We had a 76th place difference. You ranked it number 20, and I ranked Mm -hmm. it number 96, which is huge. You ranked it near the top, and I ranked it really near to the bottom. I, and, it, and I don't think we're going to disagree on how we feel about the episode either. Which is ridiculous. How can <laughs> we have a 76 place difference and agree about the episode? I Well, I mean, because I, I know that the episode is a disaster. Like, I'm not disagreeing with that. There's even stuff, the script was a better script. And I usually say the opposite about Glee scripts. I think they're worse in script form. Um, and the script was Except much for better. that whole roll with me thing. Oh God! Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'll give it that. <laughs> but the little moments I just cherish and love. I love all of the little clean moments in it so much um, that I just, I, it's what like, it goes back to the desert analogy and I want it with me. Like I, and I even said that in my thing, I'm like, this is ranked honorary 20. I put it at the bottom of my top 20 because I want it in this top 20, not because I think it is the 20th best episode of the series. It's, Um, it's just a mess. (laughs) So my version of saying that is that it's a great episode for gifts. (laughs) I want to look at the pretty gifts moving around on Tumblr (laughs) and I don't want to watch the episode because it just is so frustrating. Like how do they make an episode that we've all been waiting for, for years and years that they've been promising us for years and years and make us hate it? Like how does that even work? Um, it should have been so much better than it was. Yeah. Um, I remember when um, when Love, Love, Love aired and uh, Kurt and Blaine got engaged. Everyone made fan vids. It was like this explosion of clean fan vids that chronicled their relationship and showed all the beautiful moments. And everyone was just celebrating that they had gotten engaged. And it was amazing. And then they got married and there was nothing. Yeah. Like, nobody made anything because we'd already done that. Like we we had celebrated and this was not worth celebrating again for. It was just such a disappointment. Well, and on top of that, and we'll get probably more into the minutiae of the episode itself when we talk about the episode on the podcast, but I'm like, they already, they couldn't top love, love, love. That just wasn't going to happen. And I, the thing that I was more disappointed in was the reunion part of it. I felt like they deserved a better reunion. It was 30 seconds. It was jammed in there. And they didn't say anything to each other. Like they didn't, they didn't talk about anything. They didn't talk about whether they would get married. They didn't talk about, um, anything. They didn't talk about anything. They're just like, Oh, we're back together now. That's it. Okay. Oh, and here we are walking down the aisle. (laughs) Well, and then on top of that, I think what doesn't help this episode is also where it's placed in you know, you can't take, they don't talk about anything into, until dreams come true. So it's, it's very frustrating. That yeah. And then they disappear after this. They disappear. Yeah. You have seven episodes and yeah. then you have this episode. And I don't even think they the were telling, stuff was they that were, great either, but. 
Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. But they were telling a fairly interesting story. I didn't agree mm-hmm. with them breaking up a second time. But right. once they did it, they were telling a pretty interesting story uh, that was different from the first breakup mm-hmm. of the two of them dating other people and getting back together. And I was interested in that story. Um, and it had, you know, some 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 good moments in it. And I just think they weren't done telling it. Like they weren't finished. You know, they, how did they, how did they, it didn't resolve. It just ended. And then they got married and then it was over. Well, the whole thing was, was wrapped up with that one Kurt line where it said, everything was messed before. Now it's not. And that's their bandaid over it. Now we're going to get married. And then the whole wedding thing ended up being more of a metaphor for gay marriage. And it, yeah, because they had to do it because they'd been talking about it for so long. Yeah. So I, it's like I said, I don't, I don't hate it as much as a lot of people in fandom hate it, but, um, and, and there are a lot of smaller things that I really do like, but I recognize that it's a mess of an episode. And and like I said, uh, the Britannia stuff. Okay, I'm. That's whatever. I, I yeah. So. So yeah, I told you we'd feel the same way about it. Just right. Be, you know. That's funny. <laughs> funny. It feels like it shouldn't be on the list, but it is. Yeah. All right. So number three is Guilty Pleasures with a 77 place difference. This is tragic. But anyway. You put it 12th and I put it 89th. And it's I'm actually f- going to open up my um, document on it because I don't really remember the episode. It's like forgettable. Oh, see, that just breaks my heart because that's my favorite season four episode. Is Sorry. Well, you like season four a lot better than I do. That's true though. I do. Um, I I just find it funny. I think every plot line in this episode is funny. It's it's oh. well, except for the Brody stuff. But, yeah, Brody but, tanked it. That's what happened. Brody tanked <laughs> it for me. Did he? Yeah, yeah. I gave but it they, zero. They on Brody. So, um, yeah. I just I I think it's an all around really funny and entertaining episode, and and it just works for me. And then every time I look at season four, and I'm like, my favorite episode, you know, episodes that I want to go back to and watch again on a whole. Guilty Pleasures is always up there. So right, now I want to know what my sa- favorite season four episode is. Yeah. Um, it know. is, um, well, the breakup and then Diva. Yeah. And then yeah. Um, after that, dynamic duets, which are all yeah. way better than Guilty Pleasures. <laughs> I agree with myself. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, don't you love, isn't that funny? Like looking at it, you're thinking, like, yeah, wait a minute. I agree with this. Um, <laughs> So I don't think there's a lot to talk about there. I just think no, it's I don't think there's of, a lot to. Yeah, yeah, that's one that's it. Just feels like personal preference rather than yeah, any definitely. any difference. Yeah. Um, okay, right. so number two, we're almost done with this list. Number two, I know. Uh, this one's I think controversial. On my way, we mm-hmm. had an 87 place difference, which is huge. There are only 121 episodes. Okay, um, 87 place difference. You put it at 105, and which I put it at. I put it at 18. Yeah. I yeah. actually used to have it at the bottom, but anyway. So um, I feel like there's a lot of fandom hatred about this episode, so I feel like I need to defend myself. Sure. Um, I found it very moving. Uh, I remember at the time, this was shortly after I joined fandom, and so mm-hmm. everything was really new to me, and everyone was really complaining about this episode. They felt like it was overstuffed. They felt like the important characters didn't get enough screen time. They felt like um, 
the competition there there's too much stuff like there was the competition mm-hmm. there was the Karofsky stuff and then all of a sudden Quinn had a car accident at the end and yeah. I kind of agree with that like there's a lot of stuff in there but when I look at the later episodes and how much they managed to pack in there it doesn't feel overstuffed anymore um, and I thought that um, the again I have a soft spot for Karofsky mm-hmm. I thought that his um, <clears throat> bullying and suicide attempt were um, very moving I thought that um, Blaine's rendition of cough syrup while it didn't make any intellectual sense was an incredible scene just mm-hmm. beautiful and heartbreaking and really like like emotional in the way that like makes you dizzy like it twists your head around and it's like whoa what's going on here you know that kind of kind of feeling um and i really liked the songs in it even though they didn't um they did it except for cough syrup they didn't really fit into the plot because they were a competition um Mm -hmm. but i don't know i just i really um i really like the episode and in retrospect i like it more and more actually oh that's good i you know and i like i said this was once the first time i tried to do a ranking this was at the very bottom and i i bumped it up (laughs) quite a bit actually um I, my biggest problem now, because before I had a really hard time, I, I mean, as somebody who understands Kurt most of the time, this episode, I was like, I don't understand what he's doing or why he's doing it. And I think just going through doing meta and talking about it on podcasts and, and whatnot, I, I have a better understanding and it makes sense for me a lot better than it used to. Yeah. Um, I, but for me personally, it's that this episode is just too much stuff going on and it's different tonality. And you have this, this, I, I actually, believe it or not, I, I feel like Karofsky deserved better. I mean, he deserved to have this whole episode. If you want to talk about teen suicide, let's talk about it. And not I'm for that. Like, I would love to have more of this episode. Be about yeah. <laughs> so no. And I, and like, I think that it deserved to be not one fourth of a, plot line of the plot of the story but a yeah. whole episode but then you have the tonal shift now i think rachel's parents are hilarious the barry yeah. brother or the barry brothers the barry um dad's Husbands. coming in yeah. and being funny and all that stuff about the fincher wedding it was entertaining but again it was too much and it was just you know and then the competition and there's just too many songs yeah. and uh, it's just like they're trying to be like 15 different things all at one time. Yeah. And to me, it just makes a mess. It just yeah. falls no, flat. I me. agree with you that there are some fit and pacing problems in the episode. Um, but I thought that each segment of it was really well done. So that I guess added up nicely. Oh, sure. Plus, I mean, it resonated with you and you, and it's not a thing that should be bad. It just, right. You know. Me, like I said, I've gotten away from like I don't hate it as in the way like I I really disliked it when I first watched it and I didn't mm-hmm. like the Kurt song or whatever. I'm kind of past all of that. That I just to me looking at it and like, okay, that's a lot to intake in 42 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I I personally feel that the the whole Karaski stuff should have deserved more than what it got. So that's yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. This is kind of a funny for last one, though. Yeah, I think I <laughs> I feel like this is like guilty pleasures where we just totally have different yeah. um, likes and dislikes. Um, and so our number one biggest disagreement was Gleese with yes. a 92 place difference. 92. Um, you put it at number 111 and I put yeah. it at number 19. So right behind on my way. Yeah. I'm, what? OK, so you don't really like season four. You don't really like the newbies. That's right. Why is this episode so high for you? Um, yeah, that's a great question. 
you put it that way. Um, so, um, first of all, I love Grease. So I loved having the songs from it. See, that um, might be the biggest thing. Yeah. Right I'm not a fan of the musical. So um, I thought the songs were worked pretty well into the story they were telling. So they made something new of it. Um, and uh, there were um, some beautiful couple scenes in there. A lot of like Kurt and Blaine like pining for each other and being in pain and not knowing what to say. It's gorgeous. Um, Finn and Rachel had some of the same also really incredibly well done. Um, and then I think, um, uh, just the whole way that they were incorporating Finn into the story with the newbies, it was starting to work. Like Mm -hmm. it was coming together. Like I got a glimpse of what they wanted for season four. And at that time it, it, it was working. It hadn't fallen apart yet. Um, there was a lot going on, but they integrated it all into one really good story. So this is one of my, one of probably my favorite newbie focused episodes, mm-hmm. but then again, it's focused a lot also on Finn, Rachel, Kurt and Blaine, um, which ups it in my opinion. And then um, I guess the C plot is Marley's eating disorder, which was the least interesting part of it to me, but you know, it's, it's okay. It's not, it's not terrible. It, I, yeah. And I don't really like the eating disorder stuff at all, but I think for me, there's just, there's all of the stuff going on. It's trying, it's kind of like, you know, you take on my way and you times it by like a hundred there. Everyone is trying to get a plot line. And so there's like 15 different little things in this episode trying to, you know, grab attention. And yeah, some of them are really great. I do agree with the the Clayne stuff being really strong. I agree that the Finchel stuff was pretty strong. But then you have this whole stuff with like, it's weird because you have all this kind of jokey stuff like uh, with the newbies, and then you have this really adult Cassie Brody Rachel. Yeah, I forgot about stuff. the Cassie Brody yeah. stuff in this episode. Did I like just leave that out of my write up? Like, Maybe. <laughs> what did I just mostly there? forget? But basically, um, Rachel, it, Rachel. Um, calls up Brody and right, and, and right, right. Yeah. answers. So and... I included that in the whole couples drama uh, uh, section, which I called the B plot. Um, so it was like one part of the other stuff that's going on with Clayton and with Finchel. Um, and so uh, like it sort of got swallowed up in there and didn't get its own uh, little um, line. So that I guess is one drawback of my, of my point system is that since I have to break everything into three plots, mm-hmm. uh, sometimes things get sort of fall by the wayside because they're swallowed up into a larger grouping that I made. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, yeah, with couples drama, there's, there's like, you know, Blaine singing beauty school dropout and seeing her in the audience. There's that backstage bit. Like I think, um, Rachel and Finn have a little conversation. There's the, um, Brody and Cassie thing. And that's all in there. And that gets, you know, one ranking on a score of zero to three. Right. Well, there's <laughs> also like you, there's a Britannia stuff they're hinting at. There's tight right. stuff they yeah. hit at. There's unique story about wanting Rizzo. That was um, an A plot with Vindrex Grease being the headliner there. All the all the shenanigans that went on about putting on the show yeah. was put into one. So this was one of the episodes where it was really hard to break it down into three plots. Yeah. And I think just from my I'm like and so much of it is stuff that I just didn't care about. That's why it get it like yeah. the, the minuscule amount of clean stuff that I really liked just does not outweigh the just yeah. 
bunch of stuff that's going on in here that I'm not really interested yeah. in at all. And, and not you didn't, like you didn't like the songs either. Yeah. So that's kind of why. Yeah. Um, it's just a funny one to be so different about. Um, I yeah. Think that's, that's, yeah. It, it's a surprise that that would be one of our biggest disagreements. But, you know, there's a lot of I was going to say there's a lot of season four in here, but maybe that's not true. So we've got not really um, least guilty pleasures. Is that four or, or five? Nothing. Or nothing. And those, um, yeah. No. So that's it. It's kind that's of even. Little... I think season one, we might mostly agree. <laughs> yeah, there's we... no season one on this list. No. That's kind of fascinating. Yeah. So, well, let's talk about, um, let's talk about the seasons as a whole. Yeah. Uh, and I did a little math myself on oh, kind okay. of like. Yeah, not, I didn't know how to do math, math on yours because you didn't um, have points. Yeah. I averaged well, my I, points. I kind of just, um, I took it and I. I gave like the lowest tier. I, well, I did the lowest 11, not lowest 10. And I gave it zero points. And then, uh, you know, okay. uh, and I didn't, I just did a tally. I didn't actually add okay. any math or anything. That's but, fair. Like, okay. That makes sense. And it's pretty like evenly spread out, except for I have a very huge bias towards season five. Um, and to another success, extent, season six, I, I enjoy a lot of. Really? Um, okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, Season two is is definitely okay. Got right, a lot tell of me, tell points, us in but... order. Tell us in order. What was your least favorite to most favorite season? Um, my well, just looking at this tally, I think my overall least favorite season. I think I didn't do the actual math on it. <laughs> Hold on, let's see. Um, it's probably I don't. I'd have to actually do the math about it. Okay, but it's either see season three is a little bit more evenly spread than season one, but season one has more episodes in a higher brackets. Um, okay. Season, see, it depends. I'm guessing what the, cause I didn't write down what went where I'm guessing the back, the, the, sorry, the front 13 of season one is probably my least favorite part of the whole series. Cause I know it is. And then season three and then the season, the, the front half of season one, okay. Um, so the front half of season one does have a lot of good episodes, I think. I mean, oh God, I keep missing that up. Back nine of season one, I think, has a lot of good episodes. Okay. Um, and then season four. Um, and then here's this is kind of get, it's weird. Season two is really evenly spread out. There's some really bad episodes of season two and mm-hmm. a lot of really good season episodes and a lot of middle ground, whereas seasons five and six are all above the midway point, mostly. Um, I do wow. have some clunkers in there, um, but most of the episodes fall in the top half of my list. Okay. So. All right. So um, mine, uh, since I had a point value for every episode, I just averaged the ones from each season. Mm-hmm. Um, and they came out a lot closer to each other than I expected. Um, but there were definite um Uh, definite differences. Mm -hmm. So um, my least favorite season was season one. It had an average score of 9.8 on my 15 point scale. Now, okay, Um, let me, do you mind if I ask you a question about that? Mm -hmm. Like when you look at season one, like would you, and you just looked at the episodes, would you instinctively agree with that? Would you be like, yeah, I just, I I don't. I've always known that season one is my least favorite. And I, I actually tried, um, separating out the, the front 13 and the back nine, and they were mm-hmm. almost exactly the same. Um, yeah. uh, yeah, I, I was surprised. I thought that I would like the, the later ones more, but I, I didn't, 
Mm-hmm. So um, uh, then uh, uh, next was season four, which got a 10.0 exactly average. Mm-hmm. Um, and then season six got 10.1. And um, I feel like season six had some really great episodes and some really terrible ones. Um, mm-hmm. Really terrible ones. <laughs> and then, um, okay, so one, four, six. And then season two um, got 10.4. Which is interesting. And yeah. I... You know, I kind of want to comment on that, too, because everyone talks about season two being such like the golden age of Glee. And I I am not disagreeing with it. But as a whole, I, there are some really bad things in season two, too. And I, I just think it's funny yeah. that we kind of came to the same conclusion. I think season two um, rotated focus a lot more. So there would be an episode that was a lot about Kurt and there would be an Mm -hmm. episode that was a lot about Rachel. There would be an episode that was a lot about Mike Chang, you know? And so um, whichever character you were interested in, you would have like a whole episode about them. Mm -hmm. Um, And then in later seasons, they mixed it up a lot more and you have like 15 plot lines going at the same time and you get like five minutes of screen time with your character in every episode. Mm -hmm. So I think it's a very different style. And I think that season two has a lot of really iconic episodes that people remember and that we've been writing about for so long that they seem really foundational to us. And so Mm -hmm. I think that's part of why we see it as really important. Right. But then we've got like whole episodes like, um, you know, um, grilled cheeses is like a big Kurt episode and like, you know, what else, you know, uh, uh, you know, not even counting the clean episodes. Right. Um, there's oh, just yeah. like so much, there's um, fart is a big Kurt episode. Yeah. But even like even, but there's some really great stuff just mixed in there anyway. Yeah. Um, it doesn't have to be so clean focused. I, like duets is one of my favorite episodes. Duets is a and, great episode. Yeah. So. We haven't talked about that on this podcast. No, we didn't. Where do we rank duets? <laughs> 15. <laughs> Mine's 15. Um, yeah, and mine's uh, 29. So not great, but, you know, yeah. still in that. I wish it was in the top 10, top mm-hmm. 41 range. Okay, so um, season two came out average 10.4. Season three, 10.8. See, I think this is my biggest disagreement with you. I, you know, and I think yeah, I really love I... season three. <laughs> I can't stand yeah. it. Um, but I think, hold on again. There's a, <clears throat> um, there's a lot that frustrates me about season three, but I also really love it. Yeah. I, it's kind of funny. I think I would move season three to the bot. Like looking at your list, I'd probably place it, bef- you know, after or before season one at the very bottom. And the rest of these would probably be how I rank the rest of the series in their seasons. But anyway. Um, and then um, last but last but not least, no, last but best right? yeah, uh, was season five, which was a whole full point above season three. It got 11.8 as the average. And I thought like, um, so when I think about Glee, I think about um, uh, season four and the first half of season five as sort of being the same thing. You got all the same characters, all the same kind of stuff is happening. And then uh, the New York arc is something completely different. I have trouble remembering whether an episode is in season four or in the first half of season five. Um, So I broke it down and I was surprised to find that even the first half of season five ranked 10.9, which is higher than any other one. Yeah. Um, And this is my thing. Like whenever I get back to season five, like I tell, I I always think of it, but like season two had, you know, all these golden moments and all these foundation, but it had like weaker episodes in there. But season five is generally entertaining. Yeah. It's really funny. They put a lot more focus on the old characters rather than the newbies compared to Mm -hmm. season four. Um, 
so the newbies are there, but they're much more backgrounded and they have smaller plot lines. Uh, and we're more focused on, um, Blaine and Sam and Tina, um, uh, and their stories, which are more interesting to me than the newbies ever were um so that differentiates it from season four but i was really surprised to find that this first half of season five came out even above season three i know um, i think me. that's interesting too um, and then and then the new york the new york city arc um uh season 5b i labeled it um got an average of 13.4 which is humongous <laughs> i mean yeah. that's you know on a 15 point scale that's um you know I think of the 13, 14 and 15 episodes as all being my favorite episode. Um, oh, so yeah. if, if the average of that, um, of that whole half season <coughs> was above 13, that's just, um, an amazing it's, it's accomplishment. Yeah. It, it was. And I, that's why I always like, it's so sad to me when I see like on Rotten Tomatoes, for example, I don't even know how Glee gets ranked on Rotten Tomatoes. It, season five is like the least favorite season. And like, it, it breaks my heart because I'm like, it's a great season a of great television. Season. Nobody was watching anymore. Yeah, that's basically what it yeah. was. But they got it. Just unfortunately, the, the tragedy of like all of the stuff that happened with Corey. They yeah. decided to like refocus the show. They focused on their main characters again. And um, we're really funny. And I, I guess to me, I know that you you always lump season the, the beginning of season five with season four, but to me, there's a very stark difference. Yeah. Maybe just because I've yeah. just been. And actually, looking stuff. looking at these averages has made me realize that difference a yeah. lot more than I ever did before. So, yeah. so I will say, like that's why I'm like I can't pick between two and five mostly because two has the Kurt arc in season two is one of the most amazing things the show ever did. Agreed. But. Um, season five on as a whole for me works mm-hmm. as the best over like if I'm going to sit and watch an entire you know thing of television yeah. season of television I mean, it's going to be season five yeah so even though it feels like two different seasons it really really yeah. feels like two different like a seasons. Weird ending in the middle um, but yeah I agree season five um, the numbers do not lie <laughs> season no. five um, is the best and I think season two um, uh, the clean arc is amazing but there's a lot of really boring stuff in there yeah, a lot of really oh, about everything stuff. that will has um, a storyline at this point, yeah. and nobody cares about it. And then so. I did rank season three above season two, um, and there's a lot that I love about season three, but there's also a lot that's really annoying about, about season three. I probably find it um, the second most annoying season after season one. Yeah. Um, it's it, you know it's funny though looking at your big picture numbers and how close they would probably would be to yeah. mine. Um, with the exception of the season three, I think just we both feel yeah. differently about season yeah. three. But other than that, I think that we're pretty on par with just about everything else. It's kind and of another funny. thing. Another thing that surprised me about these averages is how close they all are to each other. So, yeah. you know, we're making a big deal out of it. But season one got nine point eight and season five got eleven point eight. That's only two points higher on average. Um, and that's not a huge difference. No, and I think that goes back to us saying, you know, you know, when at the very beginning we talked about how, you know, number 80 is still an entertaining episode of the show that we really love to watch. It's that the scale is just, you know, like between it's like you have all these things you enjoy. We're just putting them in order, but we still enjoy pretty much everything. Yeah, so. Exactly. Yeah. And so I can um, provide a few more numbers on that since I have, um, you know, uh, uh, everything uh, listed in order with points and everything. So um, uh, 15 point scale, the halfway point of the list falls at 11. So those are, you know, halfway down the run of Glee. Um, They've still only lost four points. 
for the whole episode. Does that yeah. make sense? Like, mm-hmm. so it's yep. still good. And when you get to the halfway point of the ranking system, which is between um, seven and eight, right? You're mm-hmm. at you're at rank number 95. So yeah. there are only like 30 more episodes below that, uh, less yeah. than 30, um, uh, got fewer than half of the points available. So, um, yeah, we're not kidding when we say that yeah. we love this show and even the episodes that are near the bottom um, yeah. are, are... Hey, I mean, like I said, I ranked uh, uh, Rise and Fall of Susan as last, and there are still things about that episode that I enjoy. What? I mean, tell me, what did you enjoy about that episode? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's the moment where Joe comes back for a split second and he's like, she cut off my dreads. Oh, yeah. I forgot about it's that. funny. And yeah, I don't know. I haven't seen it like since it aired, so I don't remember. Yeah. So, but, um, yeah. but I, you know, and I was thinking, I was looking at this list and I, just because I've just rewatched Brittany, Brittany, and I, oh, that episode's awful. Um, I would definitely now rank on my way. Maybe, I don't know. I have to watch on my way, but I'm like, right now, Brittany would be lower than on my way, but I have to watch them again. I don't know. It's yeah. only two points anyway, but anyway. It's kind of funny. And, well, then, we, and then we could do this podcast all over again. I know. That's another thing that I kind of wanted to talk about. It's like these things change, too. I mean, on any given day, I mean, when I did my season one stuff again and I re-ranked everything just for season one just to see what would happen. And there were definitely episodes that are different than on, on my big list that I have in front of me right here. And it's just a matter of how you're feeling at any given moment towards something. Yeah. I think big picture – um, we pretty much are consistent. Um, just like even in our discrepancies, we're pretty much consistent in what we think is good and what we think is bad. It's just that there's, a, you know, in, at any given point of time, the little bits of parts of it will be different. Yeah. And sometimes you're in a different mood and you want one of the really crazy episodes or, you know, you're interested in a particular character and you want to watch one with, I don't know, Marley or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, and as you sort of go through life, things things jump out at you differently. And I think I, I'm thinking that I probably won't watch all of Glee again until my kids are old enough to watch it with me. Mm-hmm. And I think that watching it with my kid who's, you know, gonna be a tween or whatever, um, will make me look at some of the storylines very differently than I did when I was watching for myself Absolutely. as an adult. Well, I know that yeah. um I watched with um gosh, two summers ago, I watched with my mom. Mm-hmm. And the jokes become funnier when you watch it with no when you you know, yeah. like just cracking up waiting for my mom. And, and just just that like, you know she liked or she didn't like like she doesn't like Elliot which cracked me up she's just like how do you not like Elliot yeah she just thought he was like he's gonna get try to get Kurt away from Blaine and she was just on this like tirade about that like that's not gonna happen he's fine but you know it's so much fun to watch it with somebody that's never watched it before yeah I do think time I think like I'm trying not to watch anything from season two so I can watch the the rewatch fresh oh okay and, and it's just like, I've enjoyed season one, this, you know, the past four months when I watched season one through the rewatch, I really watched it cause I hadn't seen any of season one in a while and yeah. I, I wasn't going back with it. And I think that sometimes when you go back and you just rewatch and rewatch, you get tired of it and well, yeah, just sure. everything feels fresher after some time and distance. So, yeah. so, so to kind of wrap it up, let me ask you what. Do you, what did you get out of personally doing this ranking? I mean, did you learn anything about yourself or how you watch TV or how you watch the show? 
Oh, wow. That's a tough question. Um, I don't rewatch episodes a lot. I know that um, you and a lot of others in fandom will just like whenever you're bored, go get Ooh. some favorite episode of Glee and watch it and watch it over and over, you know, and you have your favorites to rewatch. I actually I don't, don't re- do that. Really? You don't? Because <laughs> yeah, you, no, you don't. said the stuff like you, um, you know, you'll uh, try to avoid rewatching season two episodes while you're doing the season two. Well, I mean clips like I um, oh, actually um, like I'll watch the same that that like, for example, the the clean kiss scene I've seen like 8000 yeah. times, but yeah. I don't really watch the show unless I'm doing the rewatch um, just, or unless even when I'm doing the podcast prep, I fast forward through things a lot and I just look at recaps. Oh, um, mm-hmm. I haven't legitimately rewatched a lot of this stuff um, in a long time. Yeah. Um, so because it feels too close, I feel like I'm so yeah. analytical in it. Right. But I do know a lot of most people. They they like, hey, this is my favorite episode. I want to watch. Yeah. This one, so yeah. Um. Yeah. Who just like pick an episode to cheer themselves up, or while they're folding the laundry, or whatever. Yeah. And yeah, I don't ever do that. I only turn on the TV like once every several days. <laughs> and um, like I can only watch one series at a time. Like when I was, when I was watching Glee fandom, when I was in Glee fandom, I didn't watch any other shows. Like, oh, and, really? Wow. Yeah, I just watch Glee all the time. And now I'm, I'm, I, I, I'm not going to say that I'm ever done with Glee, but I'm, yeah. I'm mostly done with watching Glee and I very rarely turn it on. So, um, doing the rewatch was, um, was new because I feel like I'm with this material all the time, but I'm with it in a removed way. I'm thinking about it. I'm remembering it. I'm seeing gifts. I'm reading fic that may or may not be canon compliant. So, um, I, and, and I'm thinking about the characters and where are they now and what are they doing? And if they did a reunion, you know, I, I have all these things in my head, but I very rarely go to the source material to watch the whole episode. And it was mm-hmm. really neat to do that again and to find all these things that I didn't even remember because, um, you, when I think about it, I'm thinking about Clayne and a couple of other characters that I really liked and moments that were really memorable. And there's so much in there that I've just completely forgot. And episodes that I forgot were funny and episodes that I just didn't remember or songs that I didn't rem- remember at all um, mm-hmm. that they even did. And just that there's so much material in there that, you know, I'm sure I've forgotten a lot of it all over again. And when I go back to it, I'll be like, oh, yeah, you know, yeah. The things that That's- don't show up on tumblr the thing because we're in such a specific part of the fandom um that that glee is just so much bigger than our fandom even at the same time as our fandom is so much bigger than glee right that's so deep i I said something really right there (laughs) and it's recorded we can put it on the podcast um and in addition to that i mean that's i kind of feel the same way about the rewatch um i love watching it weekly i do i mean even I was watching the Britney, Britney, or one of the episodes, uh, early season two episodes, and Finn was, uh, Finn's funnier than I remember. And um, it's just a lot of these jokes land better now that I've had some time and space and I don't remember. Um, but even, like, it's nice to even, like, I, that's why I'm like, I don't want to watch any clips from season two with the clean stuff because I want to feel fresh. I'm already beginning to feel yeah. Kurt's story again. and And it's such a good story. So I think that, um, I don't know, just for me personally, just... 
it's nice to have some distance and then you can come back and you can watch these, you know, and I think it's good for, you know, rankings. I mean, like, like we both talked about with never been kissed to really step back and be like, okay, this episode is not great. And sometimes we forget about that. But then again, at the same time, you'll find things that you really did enjoy that maybe you didn't realize the first time you watched it. So, yep. So yeah. Did you have any more that you'd like to expand on? I just want to make sure that, because I think that's covered everything in my notes. But. Yeah, yeah, I think we've we've talked about pretty much everything that we had planned. Um, yeah. yeah, it was really fun. Awesome. I just, you know, there are so many episodes that we didn't talk about at all. It seems <laughs> odd that we focused on on these certain ones and not others. And um, but a lot of them we really did just did agree on so yeah um, I mean there's yeah. no sense in saying hey we both like born this way and we both like new New York and we both you know right. we talked about why we like the stuff you know better than you know obviously we like clean and Kurt and Blaine stuff and those kind of things but also in addition to that a lot of I mean the series as a whole really resonated when they were yeah. hitting those high notes and doing great stuff with songs and right. hitting emotional beats with all of their characters at the same time and great writing and right. then vice versa with the stuff lower. But look, I'm, look, we said, you know, clean, clean, clean. And you know, this is what we love. And then we didn't even once mention original song. <laughs> <laughs> Two hours and we have not. All right. So, right. Because, uh-huh. um, uh, it's, uh, it's not, it's not in my top 10. Is it in your top 10? It is in my top 10. Yeah, but it wasn't a huge disagreement because I ranked it 11. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a one-point disagreement, but, you know, it's such an iconic episode um, that, you know, it's, it's... It's interesting, but there's just so much in there. I mean, we could talk forever. That's why you have right, a podcast series <laughs> and not a podcast episode about Clean. Right. <laughs> but the, the thing is, I think the cool thing was to sit down and talk about, you know, how you and I, we are in the same section of fandom mm-hmm. and we generally like the same things. We generally dislike the same things. But yeah, we have these disagreements on, you know, things but we can have conversations about it and we can see where we disagree and we can kind of come to some kind of understanding about why. And it doesn't have to be World War III. I think that's yeah. my biggest point is that, you know, it's interesting to look at how these are different and then have right. conversations about them and yeah. in a, a civil and adult way. So, right. So, um, I, I do want to do say that I want to give a shout out to people there. I know there are about four or five other people doing rankings out there um nikki's random thing random oh gosh what's her nikki's gonna yell at me nikki's random things fan is doing one black john lennon is doing one fic directory is doing one there's a couple of more people that i'm not naming off that i feel bad but check them out they they just eat again have different takes on things and Mm -hmm. there's some very interesting lists going on out there um i do recommend trying it yourself i mean even if it's not just rewatching it but just taking the list and trying ordering it yourself you'll find that um it's a lot harder to do um when you're trying to do all 121 because most people can put together a top 10 list or a least favorite list but um all of them is kind of hard or a top 41 list a top 41 (laughs) list (laughs) But, um, yeah, I want to thank you, Nadia, for coming on and talking to me about yeah, this. And Thanks for inviting me. Uh, it was really fun. 
Yeah. Um, it, it's, it's been a, a really great two hours. And I, like I said, I really encourage you guys to uh, go out and try it yourself and go but look at both of our lists. You can find it both on our tumblers and check out everybody else that's doing theirs as well. So uh, that kind of wraps it up for this podcast. Join us next Sunday. We'll have another special podcast for you. I'm not entirely sure which one it is yet because we're kind of in flux, but we will be back next Sunday. So have a great night. You, my missing puzzle piece. I'm complete. I was just scared.